Welcome to Creating Lifestyles and Building Legacies with John Balserac. John has been in the financial services industry for over 20 years and has dedicated his business career to helping families accomplish their financial goals by focusing on their core values, which involve balance and clarity of all four asset classes, financial, intellectual, social, and human. Contact John Balserac at 888-949-7475 or on the web at a4wealth.com. That's the letter A, the number four, wealth.com. And now here's John to help you create lifestyles and build legacies. And welcome back to another show of Creating Lifestyles and Building Legacies. I'm your host, John Balserac with A4 Wealth Advisors and the one and only, the great co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you this morning? I'm doing great, John. I thought you'd never ask. Um, Having a great day. Uh, Just glad to be here. Thanks for having me on the show once again. You know, I had a crazy week, but it was a good one. I felt like I actually got some things done this week. You exercised. You You exercised. I actually did. uh, You know, my recording studio that I normally use was on the first floor of our building, and now (laughs) it's up on the third floor. You take the stairs. You take the stairs. So I've been taking the stairs, dropping the pounds. Yeah. That's great. Well, that's funny you should talk about dropping the pounds because – we're going to talk about living to age 100, wait for it, and beyond. And we know that we have a lot of clients uh, that are getting up there in age. Uh, we've had a couple that actually have hit 100, believe it or not. Awesome. And uh, there's a trend in America that people are living a lot longer. If you haven't noticed, the people are taking care of themselves, they're exercising, they're trying to eat better. And of course, we have modern medicine. So if, if you do live to age 100, or of course, beyond that, it takes a lot of money uh, and it takes a lot of good planning. So I think that, um, you know, for people listening out there, you know, you might work 35 or 40 years. You could be retired for 40 or 50 years, you know, more than your actual working lifespan being retired. Wow. So, you know, I know that according to a report from the Centers for Disease Control, the number of Americans to hit 100 rose 43%. And wow. that was Tony, that was just from 2000 to 2014, Tony. That's crazy. So I'm telling you there's a chance. I'm telling you there's a chance. So you're saying there's a chance. I'm saying there's a chance. Uh, the potential for a long life also means considering a big question when putting together a financial plan. And what are they? Number one, what source of resources are you going to need if you're going to be one of those people that have or has longevity, right? Because, you know, we reverse engineer this when we build a retirement income plan. And what kind of retirement plan can get you to age 100 and beyond? So we're going to talk about the need and how to get there today on today's show. That's awesome. I like it. And I like talking about living for a long time. I mean, as a group, it's true. We're living longer. I mean, I've brought him up on the show before, but my grandfather is 97 years old, going strong, still drives. And more and more people I hear about are hitting 100. So, um... I think this is great, but I don't think we're talking about the fountain of youth as being uh, the cause. But what does happen to our finances if we have to live 30 or 40 years in retirement, John? I mean, you've talked in the past that one of the biggest fears that people have is outliving their money. So what's the plan? Yeah, and and Tony, funny you say that, that's still, you know, retiree's biggest fear is running out of money. And 
you know, everyone would like to live long if they can live long healthy, right? As long as you're not fighting some debilitating disease and you're in good health. I mean, the fact that your grandfather is 97 and still drives, that's that's awesome. He's independent. Um, but it's going to depend, you know, it's going to depend, number one, on the person. And we're going to focus on six actual strategies that, you know, at A4 Wealth, we feel is essential to helping you make your retirement income plan last to age 100 and beyond. And we'll go over those. So strategy number one is for a lot of people, if you're healthy and you don't have a high stress job, perhaps not for everybody, but perhaps you plan on working a little bit longer. Um, you know, you've seen how Social Security has been pushing back the ages as far as benefits. We'll probably continue to see that trend. But we have a lot of clients that can work two, three days a week and they still make fifty, seventy-five thousand dollars a year, hmm. kind of being semi-retired. You know, sure. but what happens is you allow your portfolio to keep compounding and growing because you just need you just take the income from your job or your business. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. But you're talking about maybe working longer, and that doesn't sound as exciting as living longer, right? <laughs> Now, it may not be as exciting, but it's something that we may have to face. Okay, again, this is not for everybody, but I know that we have a lot of clients that, again, make really good money in a non-high-stress job. Uh, it's different if you, like, hate what you do. If you hate what you do and it's causing stress and you're having health issues, we need to find a way to get you retired early. But for a lot of people, they've got a chance to actually work longer and uh, be able to compound and build their portfolio longer, and that's a good strategy. So. Let's just say uh, you start working at age 25 and you stop at age 65 and then you live to say age 95. So 25, 65, 95. You know, that's 40 years in the workforce and 30 years in retirement. And if you do the math, it works out to 1.3 years working to support a year of retirement. So, you know, some are going to have to really work hard to pull that off. You know, you have yeah. to make good investments, have a good advisor, not make a lot of financial mistakes, which everyone does at some point in their lives. Yeah. Uh, and other uh, shows we've talked about the lack of savings by many people approaching retirement. Uh, you know, they're going to struggle to support themselves for 20 or 30 years and 30 years or more may be in the cards. You know, again, uh, if, if you have good genes, you take care of yourself. We're seeing a lot of people uh, you know, do marathons in their 90s, you know. Uh, I know that we I did a, a triathlon a couple of years ago and uh, 80s and 90s, and they were competitive. They were fast, you know. So I can tell you that a lot of people out there are taking care, care of themselves, and the result is longevity. So you need to make sure that you have well-planned, um, you know, have a plan, number one, because most people don't have a plan. Uh, other things are health issues, um, employment, employer changes, uh, taking care of aging parents. You know, there are many reasons people can't exit when they want to. You know, sometimes we, we, we call it the sandwich generation when you've got baby boomers that maybe their parents have moved back in because they're taking care of them. Maybe they don't have long-term care. Um, and then maybe their kids uh, have not got gainful employment. They're out of college and they're still living there. That's like the double whammy, right? So right. that may take more of a toll on people's um, nest egg that maybe they can't save as much. So these are the reasons that people may stay in the workforce a little longer, but you know, it depends. I, like I said, if, you, if it's low stress, if you can, if it's low stress, you can do consulting uh, and you can make good money doing it. You're not killing yourself. Uh, and a lot of people like to work also because it keeps your brain active. It, you know, it gives you a sense of purpose. 
you know, you know, when you get totally checked out, a lot of people kind of lose that drive and then they go down health wise. So there are some reasons to work a little bit longer. Uh, again, do something that you love. Don't do something that you hate. Make some more income. Let your portfolio compound and grow. You know, I've got some clients that even just do part-time tutoring. Um, I have a, a one one lady who who walks dogs, and she makes some really good money on the side doing it. And she loves animals. So I don't want you to think like you're out there digging a ditch, Tony, like in a hundred degree weather. Um, it's not that kind of work. It's just maybe some part-time work or maybe some part-time consulting doing what they did for 30 or 40 years, but now they do it more on a consultative basis to make some some good money. Uh, what's the next strategy? I hope it's a little better news. Uh, well, uh, number two, strategy number two, uh, plan on working more purposefully. You know, that doesn't mean it has to be, uh, you know, something that you don't like, but according to Tim Marsh, he, or that's the author of Simple Money. I don't know if you've ever read that, Tony a no-nonsense guide to personal finance, when given the choice between saving more aggressively to afford a long retirement or working longer, he's a fan of actually working longer. Mm, as, long as, you're, as long as you're doing something that you love. So that's the big thing. Um, you know, if you don't love radio, Tony, we have to find something else for you to do. <laughs> oh, I love radio. You know that. You do. You've got a great radio voice and... Uh, you know, you're not out there, like I said, digging ditches. You're not doing physical manual labor. So I think if you do something you love, you never work another day in your life. Um, and that's why, you know, I love this business because we help people uh, become successful and retire successfully and then legal uh, leave a legacy for their kids and their grandkids. So I think that, you know, for the younger generations out there, uh, the millennials, we've talked about them on other shows, uh, you know, there, there could be a longer work time. And, you know, Social Security could be delayed. And we see it getting delayed more and more and more. So I think that's kind of the road that uh, everyone's taken on this because if you look at Social Security, you know, they could have permanent deficits. Um, some say by 2034. Um, some say by 2038. I mean, it's, it's out there, different numbers. But I think that a lot of people will work longer and they will work more purposefully. Yeah. So there's another book out there. Um, uh, by Ron Blue, and Ron talks about uh, it from a more of a biblical perspective, and he claims there's no such thing as retirement. We never stop doing stuff. I mean, if you and it's funny, I, we talk about this, Tony. If, if you've ever met a retired person, they say they're more busy now than when they were working. Yep. Well, how, yep. how is that possible? Well, they're volunteering more at their church, and they're volunteering at maybe their fa favorite charity. They get on boards. And all of a sudden, you know, they've got a 50-hour, that's not a work week, but it kind of is, right? You're still doing stuff. So, and we never stop doing stuff. And I think when you do stay active, it keeps you young, it keeps you healthy. Um, and, uh, you know, you can stay more focused. And, you know, you're constantly working your brain, which I think is a good thing. So, you know, again, being healthy is a great thing, living longer, um, working a little bit longer, and then working more purposefully, I think is good. And even medical professionals say that it's better because, if, again, if you don't exercise the brain, um, it, you're more prone to getting dementia. You're more prone to getting Alzheimer's. Um, and that makes sense, you know, because your brain is kind of like a muscle. The more you use it, you know, if you do Sudoku or you do puzzles or stuff like that, you keep your brain active, and that's a good thing. 
So if you do work longer or you do work more purposefully, I think that uh, those are both good things or positive, not negative. Oh, for sure. Well, unfortunately, we're out of time for this first segment, John. Is there anything you want to add before we take a quick break? No, I think this is a great topic, but, you know, building an actual accomplished retirement plan, which we do for our clients, is a great thing to have. So many people don't have a plan. I mean, they might have investments. They might have some stocks. They might have some bonds. Maybe they have mutual funds, but they don't have a cogent, detailed plan that gets them to age 100. And if you think, hey, I would like to have one of those, so you have a track to run on, give our office a call. It's toll free at 855-260-7361. Again, 855-260-7361. They can also look us up on the web at www.a4wealth.com. And we would love to sit down with them and help them build a cogent plan so they can make it to 100, maybe beyond. Do you ever wish you had an owner's manual to help you address and plan for retirement? Well, now you do. Hi, my name is John Balzerak, author of Creating Lifestyles, Building Legacies, a Roadmap for Financial Independence. If you're like most of my clients, having access to a retirement roadmap could help ease financial concerns and better prepare you for retirement. Creating Lifestyles, Building Legacies will help give you the foundation you need for a successful retirement. Simply call 888-949-7475 or visit us at www.a4wealth.com to receive a complimentary copy today. And now back to Creating Lifestyles, Building Legacies with John Balserak. Welcome back to Creating Lifestyles, Building Legacies with myself, your co-host, Tony Shore, and our host, John Balserak from A4 Wealth Advisors. And John, this week you're talking about living to age 100. So what's the next strategy on our journey toward living to age 100 then? Sure, sure. Strategy number three is know your employer benefits. Um, they're very, very important. They're going to play a big role in your retirement. So, you know, it's important to consider how much and how quickly um, you know, things are changing out there. And if your company offers great benefits, you need to know what those benefits are and where they're going to come into play. I know a lot of times a company will subsidize things where you can buy things cheaper, whether it's life insurance, you know, a group, group term, for example, is very cheap, it's subsidized by the company and a lot of employees. And then, you know, things like long-term care. Um, so you need to know, of course, the, the typical one out there is the 401k. If they're matching, you need to be maxing, the, definitely the match, if not maxing the whole thing. And we talked about doing possibly a Roth 401k so that all your money's not in a pre-tax bucket. But knowing your employer benefits is a big deal. Um, you know, you should get with your human resource person if you don't know them and make sure that you do know them and have them go over them with you so that you're maximizing every benefit that's available to you. That's excellent. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. And I know working with somebody like yourself, a financial advisor, is so important. But yet, I know some of our listeners out there, John, are going to be skeptical. So how do we go about finding a financial advisor uh, like the ones at uh, A4 Wealth Advisors uh, that's going to be worth the money? Well, I, I'll tell you this. You know, you pay for what you get, right? Yep. Um, and you want to look for a, a, a lot of different things. You know, the, the first thing I would look for is someone that has a fiduciary responsibility. So if you're an investment advisor representative working for an RIA firm, then you have to act in the client's best interest in every aspect of the financial planning relationship. So, I mean, that just makes sense, right? I mean, you want to sit down 
with somebody who has your interest. I mean, if they have products that maybe the broker dealer earns a big commission, many times those products are not going to be in your best interest. And if right. you're going to save money over your working lifetime, Tony, um, you know, you need to understand that, hey, you know, these products may be okay, but they're not in your best interest. You know, they may be suitable, but they're definitely not in your best interest. So finding a fiduciary, I think, is really, 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 really important. I would also look for someone who's got longevity in the business. You know, a minimum of 10 years, 20 is better. You know, if you've got someone who's been in the business for 20 years, they are, they're, they're successful. They know what they're doing. Um, you know, so, and they've also been through a number of bear markets. You know, where if you if you have a new advisor and the, the, the first time there's a bear market, they may make a knee-jerk reaction, which is exactly what you're not supposed to do. So I think time in the business, 10 years minimum, 20 is better. Um, and then I look for certifications. I would look for if they have a, a CFP certification um, or maybe they're a CFA if they're a money manager. Uh, so, you know, you want to have, and there's other designations out there as well, uh, but you want to make sure it's a real designation. I say real, you know, that it's very challenging and hard to get. You know, many of these designations requires a bachelor's degree. You have to have at least three years uh, of experience in the industry. And you have to take uh, a course for six months, up to two years, maybe three years. And you have to pass a very, very difficult comprehensive exam. Um, you know, a lot of advisors will go through that length, but I think the, the ones that do prove to the public that they have competency. So yeah. if you find someone that's got the designations, they're competent, right? If they've got 20 plus years, they've got experience. Um, and if they're a fiduciary, they're acting in your best interest. And then the last thing, you can look at fees, but I can tell you that, um, you know, most advisors that are have those three things, experience, uh, the certifications, um, and our fiduciaries, they're going to have a similar fee structure. Um, you know, you're not going to see a big jarring swing in fees. So the last thing I would say to look for is a good personality, someone that you can get along with, someone that you can identify with, someone that maybe has the same values that you have. You know, I think that that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You know, when we, get re when we get referred clients, you know, they know who I am. They know where I go to church. They know where my kids go to school. They know that I'm a family person, family man, um, you know, all those things. I think comes with ethics and morality and all the things that you want to look for because you're entrusting that person with, with your life savings. So uh, that's a great place to start. And um, obviously at A4, you know, I've, I've had over 23 years of experience. I've been a CFP since 2005. Um, I've got a lot of experience in the business and I am a fiduciary or act as a fiduciary. So if you're looking for a good advisor, we would love to, to work with you possibly for the right fit. You can give us a call toll free at 855-260-7361. Again, 855-260-7361. The great thing about our process also, Tony, is that we do a free complimentary second opinion analysis. And we spend three to five hours of our time on that to show you if we can make your plan better so that we can earn your business. So awesome. it's, a, it's, it's a great it's a great thing to come in um, and, and do a second opinion. And if you really like your advisor, that's OK. If you're if you're on track, I'll say, look, your plan's on track. Your advisor's doing a great job. You know, it might make you feel good that, hey, you're, you've got someone that's doing what they're supposed to. Maybe you don't, though. So maybe there are some things that could also make it better. So you'll never know that unless you get a cogent second opinion. Give us a call toll free 855 260 
7361. All right. Well, I think that makes perfect sense, and it's a great offer for our listeners out there. Now, what's the next strategy toward living to 100? The next strategy to living to 100. Well, our fourth strategy is save as much as you can, right? Right. What's, what's, what's the, 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 the term there? Make hay when it rains or, yeah. you know, make hay, it, no, make hay while the sun shines, make hay when the sun shines. Yeah. You don't um, want to make, you can't make hay in the rain, but yeah, I mean, listen, a thing, if they get while the getting's good, save as much as you can, when you can. And that may sound so obvious, but I'll tell you in 23 years of being an advisor and working with all types of people, business owners, young people, people that are retired. What I've learned is that people form habits early on in life. And habits are, do you, are you a spender or are you a saver? Mm. Uh, do you have discipline? Do you not have discipline? And now if you're, if you're one of those listening says, well, my God, that's me. I'm the, I'm the spendthrift of the family <laughs> if you're married, right? You might, normally one spouse is a saver, one's a, a big spender. Well, the good news is that you can change your habits, but you need to have a good financial coach and you need to have a way to pay yourself first because you'll never pay yourself last. So every time you get paid, we immediately debit that account. It goes into either a savings account or a retirement account or a brokerage account. And that money gets invested so you're never allowed to spend it. Right. You know, there's things you can do to curb your habits, you know, and people have a lot of bad habits, but we can help you break them. Okay. The amazing thing is, is once you do break them and once you do get in good money habits, like saving as much as you can, when you can consistently over time, it only takes a couple of years to say, wow, I've already you know, saved $75,000 and I just started this a couple of years ago. You know, just like when you go to the gym, if you start eating healthy and you get on a good workout regimen, you start to see results. And when you see results, that motivates you more. Well, the same way it works over here in money and finance, we want to get you on a game plan for success. And over time, you're going to say, hey, maybe I'm saving more in taxes, I'm paying less in fees. Uh, I'm getting better performance. I'm getting the best risk-adjusted return that I can get. And then you want to do more of it. Mm. So you really want to do that. Now, if your company is matching your 401k, you need to be, again, maxing that out. And you also need to have an emergency fund. You know, if, if you do have an unexpected medical bill, that happens. I mean, if you've got kids, they happen. I know we took our kids to the dentist last week, Tony, and I think John had six cavities and, oh. and, Aiden, and Aiden had five. Oh, and wow. And there's six and eight. So number one, we got we to kill the sugar habit. Yes. Which we try to do, but, you know, they're kids, right? I mean, juice boxes, everything has sugar in it. We try to get uh, low sugar and non-sweets as possible. But look, it happens. But, yep. hey, that was, uh, I don't know, 1500 bucks, $1,800 at the dentist that wow. day. Wow. That's um, not good. No, it's not, you know, so, but we have an emergency fund. So we have a fund that's already set aside for things just like that. Um, you know, so you want to make sure that you have an emergency fund. Six months to a year is a good number. And you don't want to be too cash heavy. You know, after you get six months to a year, uh, I would say that you need to be investing. Okay. Yep. Because, because that money is no longer working and you're losing purchasing power. But six months to a year for emergency fund, that's a good, it's a good yeah. number. And, uh, you know, it's liquid. So you're not going to get the return on it. But if you need it, you know, the market's not down 20% when I pull it out, right? It's just sitting there, you know, earning nothing, but it's not losing. So I think that number four, save as much as you can when you can, build the emergency funds, 
prepare for the unexpected, do those things. Yep. Well, what's the next strategy on our road to age 100? I believe we're on number five. Yep. So number five, we'll talk about that. Um, okay. So number five, number five is, and this is a big one, Tony. And I think that's um, doing this will help you get to age 100 and that's invest in your health. Ah, and, yes. and and you can do that many ways, okay? Number one, I can tell you, if you do eat healthy, it's expensive. Um, but I mean, how much is your health worth? I mean, how much is you being healthy worth? I mean, to me, I would trade health for money. You know, I mean, I've seen people struggle with different diseases and man, just having your health. If you have your health, you are blessed. Keep your health. I know that according to Fidelity Investments, this is in 2017, uh, retiree healthcare costs estimate for a 65-year-old, 65-year-old couple rather, um, married. It's $275,000 oh. in unreimbursed healthcare costs over their lifetimes. Almost $300,000. And that doesn't include long-term care and nursing home costs, does it? That's That does not. Wow. So long-term care and nursing home costs is in addition to that. And if you've ever had a family member in a nursing home, I mean, what could be $7,000 a month, you know? And if they're there for three or four years, you know, you can do the math. Expensive. So just so you know, that's $275,000 of unreimbursed healthcare costs for a 65-year-old married couple. That's 6% jump from 2016. 6%. So, you know, people say, well, you know, the inflation rate's really not going up. Well, healthcare it is. For college tuition, it is. For prescription drugs, it is. So we talked about building that compass plan, age to 100. You got to make sure that you're factoring in inflation, okay? Because if you're not factoring inflation, your dollars will be worth a lot less later on in life. And uh, healthcare, which is a major expense for retirees, yeah, a six percent jump from 2016 to 2017. You know, so wow. this is why if you have 800 thousand dollars in the money market, earning one percent. You're going backwards, right? Right. Again, that's above and beyond your emergency fund. So, you want to make sure that you understand that you know with higher Medicare premiums, copays, deductibles, higher prescription drug cost. Uh, you know, other studies that we've put out there say that the out-of-pocket costs as much as four hundred thousand. So, we have a range, Tony, two seventy-five up to $400,000. Now, wow. this is why you want to work on preventative maintenance of your health, eating right, okay, uh, exercising. You know, I believe in taking vitamins. I've heard different studies on that, but I, I take them. I've always taken them. Um, you know, all those things. Avoid toxins. You know, yeah. if you smoke, quit. Smoking yeah. is so bad for yeah, you, you know. Gonna... You know, I know a lot of people that smoke and they just, you know, they have a hard time quitting. I get that, but man, it's, it's killing you. Yeah, it is. Um, any any type of nicotine. Stay away from from you know high fructose corn syrup. Yep. You know these sugars, trans fats. Yeah. Um, like you, Tony, I'm proud of you going up the stairs, three flights of stairs every day. Yeah. I think that that's awesome. Just never take you know you can make little healthy choices every single day that will change your life. Yeah, it's huge. And then and then what happens is your energy level skyrockets and you feel good about yourself and uh, it's just a it's a domino effect to the positive. Yep. Well, hey John, we're completely out of time for today's show. It just flew by. Why don't you let our listeners know one more time how to get a hold of you? 
Yep. Well, we, we forgot strategy number six, Tony, and then hope for the best and ensure for the worst. Okay. So strategy six is hope for the best and sure for the worst. And that's again, building a cogent, well-built plan. You can call us toll free at 855-260-7361. Again, 855-260-7361. All right. Well, thank you so much, John. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Creating Lifestyles, Building Legacies with our host, John Balserat. Thank you for listening to Creating Lifestyles and Building Legacies. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact John Balserak of A4 Wealth Advisors. Call 888-949-7475 or visit their website at a4wealth.com. That's the letter A, the number four, wealth.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. John Balserzak and A4 Wealth Advisors are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. 